Hey girl, welcome back to the Her Best Self podcast. Today we are tackling a question that I have received from a listener. Lindsay, what do I do when that voice inside of my head keeps getting louder and louder? I know what I need to be doing, but I feel like it just consumes me. What do I do when that voice won't go away? How do I handle it? How do I heal and how do I navigate that voice that's inside of my head telling me I'm not good enough, worthy enough, and that I don't deserve to eat? Well, friend, I cannot wait to jump into today's episode because I'm going to tell you a couple of things that you can do to talk back to that voice as well as to help you through your recovery journey. I want you to stop allowing that voice to be your voice. It's simply not your voice. I'm going to talk about this more on the show today. Let's silent that voice inside of your head so that you can experience true freedom. Here we go, girl. Hey, girl. Welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turn God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then Grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it so you can start living your best life as your best self. Today we're talking about that voice, that false reality, that mean girl that sits on our shoulder when you're battling an eating disorder or disordered eating. That voice that just gets louder and louder and doesn't seem to go away. And in fact, the more that we try to control it and tell it to just shut up and sit down, the more it grips us. Today, I want to share with you six different things that you can do right now to navigate that voice. In an article in medium.com, there is extensive research on this voice. In fact, people with an eating disorder often describe hearing this voice, and this voice exerts powerful influence over thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Researchers suggest over 90% of individuals diagnosed with an eating disorder experience this self-critical inner being, this voice that can be distinguished from thoughts or cognitions. And some researchers have proposed that as the illness progresses over time, These thoughts, these thoughts of motivating eating disorder behaviors, which are extremely destructive to us, they actually seem reasonable or even desirable. And we replace them with these new senses of being. We replace them as dictating our lives and compelling us and compelling you to act in a way that maybe you recognize isn't reasonable, to act in a way that you know is wrong, but yet you find yourself doing these behaviors. And so that's why when many of you share with me, what do I do when this voice in my head just keeps getting louder and louder? I want you to know, first off, you're not alone. I also experienced this in my unhealthy behaviors all through my eating disorder timeframe. And honestly, that voice did seem like it was a part of me. It was an identity. 
decoupling that voice from my sense of self was the best thing I've ever done. And it's something that I focus on as being the deal breaker in recovery when I'm working with private clients. But the first thing that you can do to quiet this voice is to notice it, to be mindful of the voice. Awareness is the number one. So when this voice sits in the back of your mind and you're used to hearing it constantly, it can feel like your voice. I just mentioned how for me personally, I felt like it was me. I would hear, don't eat this, or are you sure you need that extra thing over there? Or maybe just move food around, or I think you've had enough already. Save that for later, cut that up. They're not gonna notice if you don't have another thing, like whatever it is, They're not gonna notice if you don't eat whatever it is. Be careful because that voice can feel like your voice, but sister, it's not. It's a false narrative. Be on guard and I want you to first notice the voice. If you're here and you're listening to the show, noticing the voice is there that's not your voice. It's really an insane type of experience, But this is what it's gonna take to acknowledge it. This is the voice when eating disorder thoughts overtake you and cause you to act on thoughts and feelings that are just not who you are intuitively in your soul. So noticing it and being mindful of the voice is key. Number two is accepting it. It's part of your journey. It's part of your recovery path. Acceptance is key following awareness, but it isn't truth. Friend, we are here and that's okay. We've come to this place where acceptance is the key to freedom. And as we sit with ourselves and we go, okay, I know this is a concern in my life. I've been dealing with this for very long and I'm noticing it and I know that's not my voice, but I'm just unsure what to do about it. Accepting it is key. Accepting that it's not your voice. You are not your eating disorder. So how can you acknowledge it today? and separate it from your true identity, from who you are inside. We didn't wake up, we didn't come out of our mothers when we were born with eating disorders. We developed them over time. And I talk about this in other episodes, so I won't go into too much detail on what constitutes or prereqs one to become eating disordered, but I will say you are not this thing. You are not this voice that you hear in the back of your head with this powerful influence over you. And it's okay because researchers suggest that over 90% of individuals that are diagnosed with eating disorders, they experience this self-critical chatter. And if we're not careful, it can completely overtake who we are. And maybe you're finding yourself there now and that's okay. I want you to notice the voice. I want you to accept the voice. And number three is I want you to freaking call it out, sister. I want you to name it. Whether you call it Anna, Ed, Poppy, Christina, whatever you want to call her, name it. If you want to call it the enemy, Regina George, the devil, I do not even care. But we have to get real with the fact that this voice that lives inside of our head is something that is a false state. It's simply not who we are. And the more that we can recognize that, the more that we can express our true selves and lean into who we are as a person and creating the very best version of ourselves. Number four is creating a new voice. As I mentioned, we are creating a new identity here. 
Maybe that's scary. That's okay. It should be, right? We're learning to love ourselves, like ourselves. We're learning to experience new things and enjoy new things in different ways. And we have to undo damage that's been done, destructive behaviors that have been occurring in our lives from years. It simply is what it is. Let's let that go and let's create a new voice. Who is it that you want to be a year from now? Who is it that you want to become? I want you to start listening to what that version of you would be doing. Instead of reacting to this voice inside of your head, let's do the opposite. Challenge her, call her out, set her down, say not today, you're not welcome here, shut it down, do the opposite. Number five is do the opposite. Although it may seem rather simple, it can also be quite complex when you're actually in the moment. But if you're sitting down and you know that now's the time that I need to be eating or now's the time that I should be listening to my body and I shouldn't be listening to that voice inside of my head that's telling me that I don't need to eat right now or that voice inside of my head that's telling me that I ate too much or that voice inside of my head that's telling me I made the wrong choice or there's any sort of restriction, any sort of manipulation, I want you to do the opposite of what that voice is telling you to do. Because the truth is, in order to gain momentum, in order to find empowerment, we've got to mechanically go against what our brain is telling us is truth when we know logically it's simply not. It's not truth. It's unreasonable. It's a false narrative. Do the opposite. And last but not least, ignore it. You don't need to listen to her. Not today, because you are creating a new version of you. I don't care. And I mean, I I do care. Obviously, I care. But I don't care what she wants me to do today. I am leaning into the best version of me. That does not mean following mean girl that sits on my shoulder. That, That isn't what that means. It means, although I may not truly believe it all yet, although I may still be in a funk, I want you to recognize that you can ignore her. You simply do not have to listen. And the more that you ignore her, the more that you recognize that she's there, the more you can call her out, the more focus you will have and energy that you will have to get better. So I'm sure you've heard of cognitive behavioral therapy. And the director of the eating disorder program, Kelly Vitasek, is the associate professor of psychology at the University of Hawaii. And she talks about narrative therapy, which essentially engages this voice through these conversations where you're aiming to create a space between you and the eating disorder thoughts. And proponents of this technique, narrative therapy, actually state that once the problem and the person can be seen as separable, the problem is neither the person nor the problem, but the person's relationship with the problem. So simply what this means is it's really this belief that we are not the eating disorder. You are not the problem that you have with food. It's the relationship with food that's the problem. Often it's this false notion or this false belief of this alignment where we are forming as an identity with this false sense of self based upon our thoughts, our values, our beliefs, and culture. But when we can really decouple the narrative 
that we are not the eating disorder and that voice inside of our head is not us and we can see it as separate, then you can truly change your relationship with food. This is extremely empowering. It is something that I've done in my own life. And again, I work with private clients to do this exact thing. It is peeling back the layers of everything you've ever known that this voice inside of your head is telling you, and it is holding that voice accountable. So instead of you can't eat that right now, or you already had some of that, like that's enough, you don't need that, yada, 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 you can call it out. You can create a new voice. You can tell her to shut up, sit down, because that's not your truth. And you can choose to ignore her and do the opposite of what she's telling you to do. This is the key to freedom. This is the hope to freedom. So when you ask the question, what do I do when the voice inside of my head is getting louder and louder? First off, we need to understand that A, that's a false reality versus our true reality and our true identity. So notice it, be mindful of it, accept it, it's part of the path. In fact, as soon as you challenge it, it might have a stronger grip. And that's okay, but it's having the ability to acknowledge and go, you know what, this isn't me, this isn't who I am. I may hear this right now, but this isn't me. I'm not defined by this, I'm a freaking warrior. I'm not gonna let this take over my life. And so when you can truly listen to your true self and you can sit and understand that as you stop listening and stop acting on that voice inside of your head, you gain strength into who your identity is in creating what that identity means to you because it's probably been a really long time since you've seen that version of yourself. I want you to have compassion. I want you to understand that this can be hard. And so I'm gonna throw on a bonus step here. Talk back, talk back. So you know how I mentioned like sit up and shut down, whoever that voice is to you inside of your head. One of the best strategies that you can do is realize that you are not that nasty pesky voice that's inside the back of your head telling you you're not worthy. But to stay encouraged on your path of recovery is talking back, putting her in her place. Thank you for serving me from what I didn't know I was doing to myself at that time in my life when I needed a coping mechanism and I chose you. However, sister, we are done here. You're not welcome at the seat in my kitchen counter. Like you are not welcome at the table, friend. Thank you. I will take it from here. I am learning to become the very best version of myself, and that version of myself does not mean you get to come with me to that place. I am learning and growing and becoming and being, and I am doing this without you. Sister, I have faith in you. I know that this is so very possible for you because that little voice that I used to hear every single day, every five minutes it felt like, no longer sits there in the back of my mind and challenges me every single time I'm trying to decide what I want for dinner or whatever it may be. I want you to know that that is a false sense of self. That is just not truth and it's not your truth. And the quicker that you can acknowledge it, notice it, create that awareness and acceptance and call her freaking out, the quicker you're gonna be able to respond create a new voice, reframe, and do the opposite of what she is telling you to do. 
I encourage you today to just stop listening. Call her out. And in the meantime, I want you to know that as you continue to do that, your internal dialogue with you, the real you that's deep inside, is going to grow and expand, and it is going to be fabulous. I believe in you, and I can't wait to see where you go as you continue to put you first and invest in your health and your recovery journey. Friend, I want you to also know I have a couple slots available for personalized private one-on-one coaching. And in coaching with me, we work weekly one-on-one through holistic intuitive principles where I can help you right where you are in your journey overcome these challenges, overcome these obstacles, like letting go of that voice, decoupling yourself from this false narrative and thriving versus simply surviving. If that sounds something that you'd be interested in exploring, I want you to go on out to lindsaynickel.com and fill out a client application. I will get back to you shortly. I can't wait to help support you, pour into you and love on you. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you Monday. Bye for now, girl. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.